Are you ready? Come in. I like him to do that. <laughs> Three, two. And now for our feature presentation. This is great because on the back it actually says this film is also known as the I'll Watch It Later podcast. You ever heard of that film? And now, on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to I'll Watch It Later podcast, the podcast where we lie about the movies we've seen to our friends. As always, I am Aaron, joined by my best friend in the whole world, maybe <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> maybe. Well, one week I'm dead. Me. You've been mean to me this week. It's all good. Thank you. Hi, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> and uh, my best friend, brother-in-law, and general annoyancer, Scott. Yes. <laughs> Ah, oh, it is a uh, good start. <laughs> it's been a week, I guess. We hope you enjoyed the snack show, and well, it's been a week burning our fucking <laughs> mouths <laughs> to death. Oh, that was. I was actually re-listening on the way here. I'm like, oh man, that fucking hurt. <laughs> that really so hurt. So pay- just thinking about it was. I'm just like, ugh. That was one of the most unenjoyable experiences I've ever it had. Was definitely. Yeah. I don't know how these people. Well, I get it. You go on the the YouTube show, and you know, you do this whole like wing thing. I just. At least there's something in it for them. Yeah. For us, we were just being dumbasses. Yeah. And yeah. Eating fucking nugs. Well, it just it, it, <laughs> it just made me realize I'm at a point in my life where I don't want heat anymore. Yeah. I, I'll I'll eat like nope, you know. Eat that hey, do you want to eat a whole pizza? Sure, but don't fucking put hot peppers on it because exactly. I'm I'm oh, over it. I like hot peppers. People pay no, a I'm lot just of saying, you know, and I'm like I'm not into the like the oh I bet it's too hot kind yeah, of challenges. No, 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 I was no, like, no, I, fuck you. I completely agree. <laughs> I'm starting to worry too because I have been looking for snacks i haven't found any new snacks so we, i mean i'm just like oh, we, oh. Got, we got a couple weeks yeah, we got, i know we, got, we, but got time. we say usually, that all the time then we have like a table full we have to put back snacks every week i usually, think we're okay usually about this time though i've already got it locked and loaded no but see this is when we start pulling out the let's go get some wings let's go oh, get i'm some down for that food places let's go you know eat drew breezes you know Oh, just dude. Boys. Yes. Oh my God. I <laughs> you know what I mean? We're so, going you know, next weekend. Next weekend we're going walk ons. So I'm just Their saying, like, we can do this kind of stuff. Is just like New Orleans po' boy. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Anyways, hey, did you like it? Yeah. All right. <laughs> go to walk ons. You live in Arizona. Go to walk ons. If you don't, you're out of luck. Sorry. Okay. So we saw my movie, and we also watched a couple other movies. Did you watch anything this week, Scott? I'm guessing no. Um. You kind of put me on the spot there. I can't remember. What? Can't remember. <laughs> what do you, mean? you can't remember. I, I don't remember because it's like I, my weeks just blend now. So I have to think about this if I actually watched a movie because I don't think I did. Come back to you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Circle back. So I know Jordan and I watched the Adam Project. We which did. Just announced just a little bit ago that Sean Levy, director of Adam Project and Free Guy, will be directing da- uh, Daredevil. Da- may- probably at this point. Yeah. Dead. <laughs> Pool three for Disney. So, I mean, considering how almost PG that the free guy was, I can see him kind of dumbing down Deadpool uh, to fit the it. Disney properties a little bit more. I, yeah, I, I think Charlie you and I had a little bit of a differing, different opinion. Excuse me, of the Adam Project yeah. a little bit. Like I think you came, you went in with a lot more hatred toward it because you just are jealous of Ryan Reynolds. No, I'm not, I'm not jealous I, of I Ryan Reynolds. I hate he does Jim. have. It's like, it's like one of those where 
you're so infatuated with somebody that did, you did you play watch it? it like you play it that you hate them? Did you watch it? No. Then shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm just talking Shush. on your behalf because I know you no, have a huge, huge raging no, man boner for I have, Ryan Reynolds. No, I see all this. He's sweating. No, I'm not. <laughs> I see all this love on the internet for Ryan Reynolds, and everybody is like has a huge rod in their pants for Ryan Reynolds. It's all Ryan Reynolds all the time. Ryan Reynolds should be in everything. Ryan Reynolds is not a good actor. And I, I don't know why we keep putting him in things. Name a good movie he's ever done. The a proposal. good one. What? The Proposal. No. A good movie <laughs> he's ever done. I can't like, like that one too. Like a Waiting. serious. There's only actually one Ryan Reynolds movie I've, uh, I have liked. Wilder. Van Wilder. No. I mean, I just named three. Like, <laughs> I said, almost immediately. I said, no. You didn't name any good movies. Van Wilder's okay. <laughs> I, is that? it just because you just don't like the guy? Like you don't I like don't think his popularity? He has, well, no, he's, he's not. He's fallen into the every role is exactly the same. Quick quip, quick quip, uh, passionate monologue where he kind of like turns his head thing, and it's and it and it never deviates. He's the same in every movie he's in. It's, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, a selling that's point, true. but you know, I, I don't I don't find him to be unlikable. I don't see. There's a movie that I haven't seen where he was buried alive. Like I haven't seen that one. I what? fucking hated. I've never. Buried. I've never seen it. Like it is the but most. See ugh. that just I seems the most the out of name left field for of him. The movie though, buried. I, I know. I'm oh. just being an asshole. I just didn't know if it was that. That was the title, and I don't want to be like, oh, coffin man. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it's like I I haven't seen a whole lot of you know dramatic turn for Ryan Reynolds and things like that. But he plays to his strengths, and they're genuinely just they're just there. They're just they're filler movies. They're just there to not make you be. It's not one of those you turn your brain off movie because you don't. You, but you just there's nothing to inherently hate about his movies. There's just nothing. You know, Oscar winning about them. I'm not going to say Oscar, <laughs> Oscar nominee, and Oscar winner. You know, Ryan Reynolds. No, he's just a a genuine nice guy, and it's one of those things where it shows. And you, you know, met him? No, I'm just saying, like, it's just one of those things where, like, I don't think I've absolutely hated anything that he's been in. There's been things that I haven't really enjoyed a lot, like Free Guy. Everyone loves that movie. I just you the and I went saw terrible. it. And I just didn't like it, and I just feel like. He wasn't the weak point for me, though, like everything else was. So for me, it's just like he's just there. And, you know, I'm not going to end up hating anything he's in. It may not be the best movie in the world, but it's 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 just there to kind of fill time. You know, I watched it, you know, while I was working. You know, it wasn't one of those I had to pay attention, especially this movie where it was, you know, an amalgam of a thousand other time travel movies fit into one, you know, PG-13. Before we get into that. Ryan Reynolds has been in three good movies. Chaos Theory. So it went from no good movies to yeah. now three good yeah, movies. Yeah, 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 because I forgot about these. <laughs> Chaos Theory, definitely, maybe, and Adventureland. That's it. And he's not even the main character he's, he's, in Adventureland. He's so briefly in Adventureland, yeah. But he's good in it. He's good in that film. So anyways, Adam Project. Anyway. That movie sucked. I, see, for me, I, did, I can't say that it sucked. I, I When I had watched it, I sent a text out to you guys saying, hey, I watched this. It's not the best movie in the world, but it's not the worst movie in the world. It, again, it's one of those Ryan Reynolds projects where it's Ryan Reynolds doing a thing. But even in this movie, he's a little more subdued. He's not as quippy as he normally is. Um, this is just a middle-of-the-road, run-of-the-mill, time-travel movie. It's almost predictable to every point. It, it's just it's just there, and it was thrown onto Netflix. It's one of those movies where... 
you know, if I, you know, say I'm going to rate it, it's middle of the road. And I would say it's on Netflix. Watch it. It's not a bad movie. It's like it's like time travel for kids. Like, I, I think I can have my kids watch it and it would be OK, because the, one of the main protagonists is that his younger self, who is, you know, the quippy one, like he is the little loudmouth, you know, sarcastic asshole. But I mean, it doesn't tread any new ground. It's just, you know. Back to the Future for Dummies. I mean, I was, it really is. I would say watch Back to the Future. I did not like this Clearly, at all. Yeah. I thought it was incredibly pandering. The stupid the superhero landing. I wanted to burn, break my TV with my fists. Uh, I it, it did nothing. And and it's a 13 going on 30 sequel. Oh, for sure. And I... The ugh, second I saw I that scene that of the... Too. So Mark Ruffalo and... Um, Amanda Peet? No, no. no what no. am I... Th- why am I thinking of that? Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner are are in this movie. Sometimes. And she plays the mom of Adam, younger Adam. And um, the dad, you know, spoiler alert, it's in the trailers, it's the premise of the movie, is dead at this point. What? And, yeah, Ruined so it's the whole Scott. thing. But they do uh, <laughs> a scene where they go back in time to 2018, and he's still alive. And the second they were together on screen, I'm like... So this is what happened after 13 growing up, 30. And I'm like, this is unofficial canon. This is the, what happened. This is their movie. And it was it was nice to see them on screen again, actually, because I really actually, f- for one of those stupid types of movies, I did like 13 going on 30. I remember seeing it in the theater with I prefer the girlfriend. Big, but, well, know. yeah, for sure. But, I mean, it's just, those are, like, again, it's a Ryan Reynolds type of movie where it's like you put it on, you watch it, and you're done with it. I'm a sucker for those type of movies too. That's though. what I'm saying. You're going to fucking 30, love man. it. You're going to be like, Ugh. what was the other one with Zac Efron? Oh, I did like that one. Um, <laughs> which was, <laughs> was what? Uh, big but Ma- in reverse. Matthew Perry. <laughs> reverse seven, big. Wasn't it seventeen? Oh. Is that what? It, seventeen no? again or something 17 like that? Again. Okay, yeah, seventeen yeah. again. Matthew Perry. Yeah, I dig that one too. I did like that one. But it's like as soon as I saw uh, Mark Ruffalo and her on screen together, I'm like, oh, this is this is unofficially a, a sequel. And yeah, it I, makes me so happy. I I, uh, I thought the same thing, even though I I hate thirteen going on thirty, just because it's so, I don't know, I don't know, it's just too sweet, like it's like sickeningly sweet. It's like, ugh, <laughs> uh, it's like I can't do that kind that that much. It's, sweet I'm just over that type of film in my life. Like I. You know all the beats. It's marry me, dude. It's yeah. it's fucking any sometimes ro- you need that, any rom com. Well, that's that's what's what this, wrong with that. You well, know? that's what this movie feels like. It just feels like it's something there where if you can't really feel like you know what you want to put on and you don't want to get into something heavy and you don't want to, th- I can't say think because it really is not a turn your brain off movie. They're not pandering to you that much, but it's just one of those you throw it on the back or maybe I would throw it on while I was eating dinner or something and you just finish watching it and okay. You, you saw it. You don't have to rewatch it. There, uh, honestly, it has no rewatchability for me. Like it was a one and done, but it mm. was there. It was on Netflix, and it was fine. It, it wasn't terrible. <laughs> so, I mean, I know you hated it, but also whatever. the name of Jordan Sex Life, one and done. <laughs> <laughs> I got two kids. <laughs> anyway, enough I about my jokes on you. <laughs> jokes on you. How are you not tired all the time? Oh, also, uh, if you made it this far, thank you. Uh, we are going to completely spoil Batman. We're going to talk about Batman t- at the end of the show. Yes. So, whatever. If you don't want to listen to that, that's fine. If you He's got made Bruce it this Wayne. far, you can listen to the review of my movie and then turn it off. But we are 100% going to spoil the shit out of Batman. So, this is your warning. And only warning. And I don't care. So Don't worry. I'll warn you. Um, I we'll ha- let you know first. Did you watch anything? We want you to get at least three quarters of the way through the show. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch anything else this week? Um, no, this week's been kind of weird. I had a different work schedule, so like I was just 
it was just out of whack all week. So I, I watched the Adam Project because it was out, and I just kind of threw it on in the background. I was gonna watch, but it. there was really nothing else that I kind of paid attention to. I was gonna watch it last night, and then I was gonna watch Turning Red, but Kim was like, "No, you have to wait." For Is the that the family. Panda movie? Did yeah, they release Pixar. it already? Yeah, it's on Disney oh, okay. Plus. Well, I'll check that one out. But I did happen to I did watch and finish Kingsman today. Uh, the I know it's been out forever, but whatever. Who would know? Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> like, actually, honestly, Matt Vaughn. I gotta say, I enjoyed it. To how I how you feel about Adam Project is how I feel about the Kingsman. It has all the same tropes of the other two Kingsmen, but it's like you get to see it World War One. I'm a sucker for anything World War One where they're in trenches. There's also a turning point in this movie where you just. Something happens that you absolutely do not think is going to happen. You're like, whoa. And then... Um, I feel like all the Kingsman movies were like that, though. Like, the Kingsman 2, there was that scene later on toward the like toward the end of it where um, What's-Her-Face like ends up killing somebody and then grinding him into meat. And <laughs> it's like, they're just all so over the top. Like, it's honestly, very... like I could almost... If nothing did happen that was like, blow your mind crazy weird, I would actually feel like it didn't belong in the trilogy. Maybe, yeah. I, I just... I. I uh, I just enjoyed it. I, I know it's not a good movie. Don't sit here and be like, "Whoa, no!" You said I, no. It's it's not. It's it's fun seeing those characters and where they like started, and kind of how the Kingsman started, and you know Ralph Fiennes doing something besides Voldemort and all those people <laughs> and shit. Um, just having fun, and clearly they were all having fun. I think Digimon Hansu's in it or whatever the hell his name is, and um, it's just it's. It's fine. It's like on the, HBO I like Max. The, I like the guy who plays Rasputin. He was uh, the lizard in the. Um, the amazing Spider-Man movies. He's yes. been in a bunch of them. He actually one of my favorite roles he's ever done was Notting Hill, where he played the roommate I've of. Never, uh, I've never seen Notting Hill. Oh, you gotta watch Notting Hill. Hugh Grant movie. I know, yeah, but it's it's a girl movie, it, but it's it. it's a it's a good one. I like that movie. Um, but he's in that. So yeah, like I've been wanting to watch it. I just haven't gotten around to doing it. What's funny is I actually um, I know this story of Rasputin and all that stuff and how he died was very like mysterious and they kind of worked that into the into this film and I, I and chopped I, that guy up. I I <laughs> I, uh, I I very much enjoyed all that stuff. So yeah, if you got you know if you got the HBO Max app and you just want to pull something up, might be also on either Hulu or it Amazon is, too. It is so because I we're doing some weird dual releases now. Well, Fo- Fox releases are technically Disney releases, right. but. F- Disney doesn't want to release them on Disney Plus, so they'll release them on Hulu. But HBO Max it's, also gets them because of the you know their HBO. It's funny overseas they have an offshoot of Disney Plus. I think it's called called Sky, and they're releasing all the Fox properties over there on that. And they released um, Kingsman. Um, Kingsman. I think yeah, the Kingsman. Kingsman. Probably right at the beginning of the year, and it became like one of the number one streaming properties that Disney had overseas. Well, yeah, it's very easy to watch. Yeah, I I, I highly recommend if you're not doing anything and it just pops up on your screen to watch it. But I'll check it out. I mean, like like I said, I always those movies are fun. Like they're kind of ridiculous. I watched the first one. I'm like, okay, that was really really weird. And I'm like. But it's fun. Like it's James Bond, but not taking itself seriously. James Bond. Like it's really good. Oh, Samuel L. Jackson made that movie. I actually watched it the other day on TV. It was just came on. Well, we can't it, look at blood. It's one of those. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> he has that lisp. And he serves McDonald's. Oh, seriously. Yeah. So, no, have you seen any one. of the Kingsman's guy? I just, just saw the first one. You're just over there smiling, like, yep, the, yep. looking at it. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen the first one. <laughs> it's like movies are made. Either. I like them. Oh. I like movies. Yeah, no, I've been wanting to watch that one. Uh, I still, I almost. Now that you mention it, I almost put on Little Giants the other day. Oh, oh. please watch I, Little Giants. I know. I just, again, this week has been kind of weird for me. I, I had a weird schedule and I coming off last weekend being just real tired. So um, I'll get around to doing it. 
you know, I'll watch it for you guys. Yeah. Never. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> it's such a good movie. But yeah, that's what so I hear. Good. I mean, so but see, my problem, so my, the the thing that's gonna be hard about this movie for me is that you guys love it so much, but for me. <laughs> I'm f- almost 43 years old. I didn't watch it when I was younger, so maybe it's not going to hit. I didn't either. It's going to hit, brother. It's, it's going to hit. It, it, it's almost like watching, like you could watch the Bad News Bears right. today, and it, it's got that same story that kind of carries it. You got the Rick Moranis. He's so <laughs> likable in it. Yeah. You got Ed O'Neill. So likable. Devin Sawa. So likable. That girl. So likable. <laughs> Icebox. Yeah, I don't know Insert her name. that girl. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, I'll get around to it. <laughs> no, I will. Please, by next week, watch I will. It for later. your movie, I, I will, you, will you please it. watch Little Giants? No. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I meant like... Today I'm choosing no. No, I don't mean... Oh, I thought it. you meant no. choose it. I'm he's like, like, he's no. like, now that you want me to watch it, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it later. <laughs> I will do All it. the movies that I am actively avoiding. I will do it on my own merit. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, God. Okay, so before we really get into your movie... Um, since we were talking about Disney, did you see that they're going to be putting all the Marvel shows on there? I did. Did you see all the backlash from some stupid parents group about it? No. So they're basically saying that by putting these shows on there, they're going to be ruining the family-friendly environment of Disney+. Plus. What's next? Well, guess what? Strippers in Fantasyland? Don't <laughs> fucking click on it. Right. It, you got parental control. Stop being a f- dummy. What? Like... Listen up, control Karen. your kids. Without Karen, being, you don't have to click on it. Without okay? getting too much, I'm pol- just saying like the politics or into the d- deep of it. I now understand this thing where like corporations have to babysit and monitor us. Like if you can't, you know, ke- keep your kids from watching that, then that's your fault, not that, my fault. Right. I'd rather have everything on there. I want all. I want a separate section that you can go into that just has all the Fox properties. Like I want to be able to have access to that. They're sitting on a gold mine. They're not putting everything onto Hulu right now. They're all the streaming rights are kind of split off all, all these things. And right now, like if they can just consolidate it, it would be so good because I like the Disney Plus app. It's been pretty good. I think HBO Max is worth the money. Me too. I think the one thing that I I like, but I think the interface and the app is completely terrible. Is Paramount Plus? Like if they can get their shit together, those would be the top three, and then maybe Netflix that I would legitimately pay for. You know, Amazon at this point, you know, comes with my subscription. I'm always buying shit, so I always got to keep it. But at this point, you know, I I have way too many streaming apps. Something's got to go eventually. And if you can just consolidate everything in, there goes Hulu. I can just throw it on to Disney+. Plus. That would be so great. But just I saw that article today, and I was just like, you guys are so stupid. Like, they, they equated putting this on there to having strippers in Fantasyland at Disneyland. I'm like, oh, that's Christ. the dumbest, like, correlation whatsoever. Like, people don't know how to argue anymore. Well, and that's the thing. Like, you, okay, maybe you had a point until you put that in, and then that point went away. And it's like, well, what are you arguing? You're just being bitchy. Yeah. You know, censure your TV, be a parent, and then stop thinking Disney's going to do it for you. I completely Get agree. over yourselves. I can't stand that kind of stuff. It's just like... <laughs> Well, you understand. I, I'm just grunting in the microphone. Yeah, no. I, the I without trying to fucking like, people need I, I, something I don't want to go. About. I don't want to go political. I don't want to. It's not even political. I, Stupid I just, people. I agree. I just don't want to. It's not a right or a left thing because honestly, there's a bunch of leftist liberal nut jobs that are probably be against this whole thing, and then there's the religious crazy you know right wingers yeah. that are going to be against. Well, this I was going to bring up. You're religion. all just assholes. Yeah, it's just like stop. 
Shut up. I want to watch experience. Aliens. I want to yeah, watch the entire exactly. Aliens movies exactly. all on People need something to blame other than their own self-accountability. Right. Yeah. And when yeah. I was a kid, we... Uh, you know, my I parents watched would, Robocop. Yeah, well, my parents would <laughs> oh, rent yeah. would rent the movie from the blockbuster, and then they'd say, "This movie's for you, or this video game's for you." Yeah, we used to get one in, in the, the adult, the yeah. adult one, and the kids. And version. then the kids, or my parents would watch the movie, and I knew I wasn't allowed out in the living room at that time. And we knew that we couldn't go to that back door, right. where the curtain was over the door, <laughs> right? But it, we had to sneak the peek, anyways, right? But stepfather yeah, too. Never, I'll never forget. <laughs> <laughs> Never go to that door. Uh, so you talking about the movie or your second stepfather? Oh. <laughs> Both. Um, it was a sad childhood. Oh no. Anyways, no, I'm kidding. Uh, all right. So this week we watched Ty West's House of the Devil. I can tell you like it. I love it. It's perfect. About the deposit, I'll agree to waive all the deposit stuff. You just give me the first month's down, we'll call it a day, all right? It's hard coming up with all that money, isn't it? Uh, it's gonna work out. You're not the one with $84 in a bank account and a check to write on Monday. You know what you should do. Hi, I'm calling in regards to the babysitter flyer posted outside my dorm. Tonight's big eclipse is now well underway. I feel a little weird just dropping you out here in the middle of wherever we are. I've not been completely honest. We're from the desert, you know. You see, we we actually don't have a child. They lied to you. I know. Okay, I know you're right. But it's four hundred dollars. This equals first month's rent and then some, and all I have to do is sit inside and watch TV. This is huge. This one night changes everything for me. Really fast before we get into this, I said something about him not di- maybe I said directing uh, your next, but he definitely did not direct that. No. I kind of looked it up. He was, like, he was like a producer on it or something. <laughs> had nothing like he just had his finger on it. it. It wasn't even like his thing. That was Adam Wingard. I don't know why I, I was going to say you even met Adam I, Wingard. I know. No, no, I met his the writer Simon Barrett. But oh, I thought he wrote you met the him. Movie. Oh, okay, no, okay. no, Adam Wingard wasn't there. He, that was right after he released Kong versus Godzilla. He wasn't doing coming to. Oh, crappy uh, you know, I'm I'm, con- I'm confusing <laughs> that him with uh, the guy who did Seance or yeah. whatever that movie was. So I caught myself Seance. Yeah, Simon yeah. Barrett. Gotcha. Okay. His, his, so how it works is Adam Wingard directs all these movies, like The Guest, um, right, You're Next, right. but Simon Barrett wrote them. Gotcha, gotcha, so gotcha. That's their like okay. team. And then Simon Barrett went off and did his own thing. He did Seance, wrote it. He's doing another movie. He did. A, he wrote a bunch of the VHS, like if you've ever seen those VHS. Yes, those films. are good. Uh, he wrote a bunch of those. But this has oh, nothing cool. to do with the movie I'm talking about. This is Ty West's House of the Devil. No, no. We need to go more into detail about how you <laughs> fucked up, and then we're going to go down a rabbit hole. Let's <laughs> <laughs> no, talk about how I, you fucked up. I fuck up a lot on when it comes to movie knowledge when I'm on the fly <laughs> doing a podcast. But I can 
I like to come on here and tell people that I'm wrong because that's what an adult does. So I was wrong, and I, I apologize for saying that. So Anyways. if you guys would like to donate to the show to get him a pe- uh, pad of paper to write some of these notes down, that's... I got the phone. The phone works. <laughs> no, it doesn't. it doesn't. It really doesn't. Anyways. He's, so. got, he's got plenty of books. <laughs> that's less than 1% of my books. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, your movie. All right. That, that was so inside, it's freaking warm still. Yeah, well, whatever. So, House of the Devil came out in 2009. It was directed by Ty West. It stars a bunch of people you've never heard of. J- Jocelyn Donahue, Greta Gerwig, which you have heard. I think she's, what, a director? She's a director now. Yeah. Oh, she's annoying. Fuck her. You don't like Gre- Greta Gerwig? I'm so annoyed with her. Like, she decided to make Little Women, and then, like, everyone fawned all oh, over I know. it. I'm same like, get over La- it, man. You made a, a movie that me- people have made a thousand times. <laughs> same, Suck it. Same with Lady Bird. And I'm not even shitting on Lady Bird. I went and saw okay. that in the theater. Thought it was okay. Thought it was fine. But people are like, that, oh, that's me. That's literally me. I'm like, no, it's relax. It's, it's, a, it's a fucking movie. It's a coming-of-age story about a woman. It's There's 900 of them. Anyways, uh, uh, so Tom Noonan is in it. Is it? Oh yeah, char- it's like a character actor. Like you would know him by sight, but not by name. And when you see him, you're like, I've seen this guy. In like you know, a who he can remind things. me of who? The tall man from Phantasm. A little bit. He's very tall. I thought kind of the same thing when he first appeared on screen. I was like, oh, are these? They're trying to go Phantasm you know, on this one. You know what really random movie I always associate him with? RoboCop Two. No, but yes, also at the same time, <laughs> Last Action Hero. He's in, yeah, he's in that. Yeah, so I'm like... Doesn't he play the... He's the, the, killer the axe killer, yeah, yeah, in the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I forget... Yeah, I forgot he was in the second RoboCop. Yeah. <laughs> I always think of RoboCop. Bad, too. dumb robot at the end. Yeah. Oh, god damn, I'm going to watch <laughs> RoboCop, too. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, so um, this movie is about a college student who is kind of low on funds, but kind of catches a break, needs a job real quick for the weekend so she can pay her first mortgage because she got to move out because her roommate is kind of a turns to strip it on disney plus <laughs> kind of a Jesus terror Christ. uh she winds up going to a house to babysit and things get out of hand um first off this movie is only an hour and a half long which props to it it was filmed on 16 millimeter which it has this old it came out in 2000 what did i say 2009 Nine. and uh it was it looks like it was filmed in the 70s which i give it a ton of credit for um what did you guys think uh let's start with you scott please you really want to go there yeah i do because <laughs> i'm all I, I already am ready so please. i here's the thing okay here's the thing i have there's some good things and there's some not so good things about this movie. Okay, I disagree. The good things are, again, I enjoyed the way it was filmed because it was filmed on 16 millimeter, and yes. because it looked like it was made in the in like the, the 80s where it was like supposed to have been made. With that being said, if you film, I think if you film anything on 16 millimeter, you're going to get that same effect. So uh, credit for using using your tools and you going back and using the same thing that they did. This. Oh, Jesus, where, where do I start? I'm going to use a word that I fucking hate Uh-oh. because I, I wish it would just go away. This is one of those slow burn Oh, movies. yes, it is. And I fucking but hate that. I oh, hate I it. warned you. No, no, no. So I actually enjoyed the first part of this movie because it did have some decent buildup. I was actually... Because it is a short movie, it didn't linger on the burn. Do you have to? <laughs> Sorry. It, Every time he says it. It was it was kind of going into it and I was I was kind of playing this movie in my head saying, Okay, where's this movie gonna go? 
immediately up front they show you that this is about cults. He he puts a thing up there saying how it's it's this is about you know the cults and this is how based on kind of the true accounts and this whole thing. So I kind of had an idea of where this movie was going to go. When it got to the point where it was really ramping up and getting to the main point of the movie. Oh, you where, mean the last eight minutes? Guy? Like the last, yeah, six oh, minutes of the movie. Oh, I can't wait to fucking argue with you. <laughs> I the, cannot the wait. The story, for me, fucking hated it. I hated the cult thing. I thought, so here's the premise. and I'm gonna kind of Actually, s- I'm kind of surprised. I thought you were going to hate the buildup. No, because that wasn't that bad for me. So I thought the buildup was incredible. I thought that that's what made the movie. Because you, I thought that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pull back the curtain a little bit. I watched this in daytime. Freaked me out a little bit. Oh, Kept Jesus. expecting that mom to pop around the that's corner. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> yeah. So that's Never what I happened. wanted out of this movie. I wanted this to be about, so she, like, just for people who haven't seen this movie, she goes to this house, she baby, she's, he's, she, She's pulled in as a babysitter, and the guy says, well, I can't get anybody, so it's my mother. And I'm thinking, oh, here we go. It's going to be creepy grandma. Right, exactly. Creepy Mm -hmm. grandma. So it's the whole thing is built up in suspense with noises through the house. She's hearing noises. She's checking. She's going through the house because she's kind of freaked out. She's flipping lights on. She's turning TVs on. You know, everything that any normal person would do in a movie or in a, in a situation like that, you would think, okay, yeah, I'm going to turn all the lights on because I'm scared. I'm going to, I'm going to go get my, the butcher knife. Cause I'm scared. I'm going to throw on my headphones and do a music yeah. montage. For and no you, reason and you see like scared. at one point, it wasn't you a see, music montage. You listen to one song and all the choreography was by, by her. And you see, so you see the foot, the, the feet underneath the door lighting. And I'm thinking, okay, we're going to get creepy grandma. Grandma's going to come out and kind of fucking just wreak havoc on this story. I thought so too. And it just kind of never happened. No. All of a sudden, it was Ooh. just it was a seance, and it was weird people. And I'm like, okay, this is exactly what I expected from this with the opening sequence. And it just the ending of it. I think the buildup was good for the the horror kind of aspect and the suspense of it. I I actually liked the buildup. Yeah, the buildup was awesome. The payoff fucked me right in my keister. No, I disagree completely. <laughs> um, I think the buildup was incredible. I thought the payoff was good, and I thought the ending was was great. But I'm going to let Jordan shit on it for a minute, and then I'm going <laughs> to defend all my points. So go ahead. I was bored. I was bored by oh, this movie. Of course you were. The first 20 minutes, nothing happens. I Literally disagree. nothing happens. Disagree. You get to see her laying on some stairs. You get to see her answer a, 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 an old-timey telephone. You get to see her <laughs> talk to her friend who doesn't like pizza. Uh, and then, you know... Her, her friend her, does like pizza. That pizza was gross. Yeah, well, apparently all pizza in this movie is gross because later on the pizza was gross. So This was town drugged. has no good pizza. <laughs> all I'm saying is no thank you. Uh, I, I was bored. I was bored. And it wasn't until minute 40 something of any interest happened. And that's when... Spoiler alert, Greta Gerwig gets her face blown off. Which is an awesome scene. Which is awesome. But I have questions. Why did you pull off there to smoke a cigarette? You couldn't do that driving? No, her her car broke down. I thought she just pulled off because I was so bored. I was like just not paying attention, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, and then all of a sudden, rando guy comes up. She's like, oh, where'd you come from? I'm like, first of all, you roll your window up immediately. The second someone does that, you're out. They're already. She's already freaked out about having to drive out there. She's freaked out and about And then rando guy walks out. up, and she's just like, hey, what's up? Hey, how, how you doing? <laughs> oh, you scared me. Oh, there's that a good boom. Face off. Um, I, after that, it got boring again. Like it, that was like, oh shit, shit's about to happen. Nope. Mm-mm. We get to watch this chick walk through the house. Like 
There were moments where the suspense maybe builds a little, but then no, it goes nowhere. It was like those scenes in uh, the new Scream movie where he's like, oh, he's looking at the fridge. He's going to close the fridge. Something's going to be behind the fridge. Nothing. Nope. And then for a second, they're like, she's going to go into this room. She doesn't go in the room, but then they pan to the room and there's a dead bodies on the ground in the, around the pentagram. I'm like, oh shit, now shit's going to happen. Nope. And then, and then all walking. of a sudden, things start to happen and it moves so quickly that it's done. And then the ending happens and I'm like, that was the dumbest ending I've ever seen. It was so stupid. <laughs> this movie is so predictable because it is every 80s movie, every 70s movie, every horror movie. It is not an homage. That, it, uh, we've heard someone compare another movie to another movie and say it's a direct ripoff. I think this movie is almost a direct ripoff of almost every other movie I've ever seen. Well, the ending this we prom get. prom queen. This is, this is all these. The ending ev- we get, the, like kind of the, the Rosemary's Baby where she's laying there in the credits and the woman's like, oh, you, you, there's two of you now. First of all, no. You just <laughs> shot your fucking brain out. Yeah, she you like, didn't survive. She didn't survive. She. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Let me know when I'm allowed I'm, to defend You it. could defend all you want in a second. I, am, I, will, I will. So I'm watching this movie, and, you know, again, spoiler, at the end of the movie, she's being chased by the, the guy who hired her. She's already, sta- you know, poked the guy out, eyes out of the uh, the guy who was in a, the signal. What was his name? I don't know his name. Oh, fuck. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there. so he was the son of the, the mom and the dad. So he gets his eye poked out. He's pissed off. Then he gets his throat slashed. And I'm like, oh. oh so she kills the, she kills the son, right? Right. In a in the most impossible way, because she's on her back with a knife, oh my God. and she reaches up, and in no no real world scenario will she ever be able to reach that guy's neck from where she was standing, no. and she just slices his neck open, Slice and he neck dies. Open. And I'm like, it's impossible. It can't fucking happen. I'm like, especially in that scene, there's no way he's standing up straight. She's laying on the ground. And she slashed his fucking neck. Oh, and guess what? We finally get to see Grandma in a fun scene where she looks like Sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> and she's, you know, She's drawn, the Lord of the Rings. She's the, the, the yeah, guy from Lord of the Rings. She's the orc. Yeah, pretty sure like. she's wearing skin, but... No, she's not. That's her that face. That was her face. That was legit her, just her face. Yeah. It, it was all fucked up. Well, no shit. She's fucking Sloth from uh, the Goonies. Right. And, you know, she, so <laughs> she's like doing this thing, and I'm like, oh, great. So, you know, guess what? The second it, they walk in and she's laying there, I'm like, oh, look, the devil's going to be in that woman. That's it. Like, you, the movie is predictable beyond all repair, and it no, is it was the most boring piece <laughs> of cinema I have watched. And it bothers me because I really want to see his next movie, and this well, gives I'm, me no... Me and, me and Scott will go. I will go. No, uh, <laughs> not with this attitude. I'm going, but no. I just it, it bumps me out because... <laughs> You're in timeout. You're, yeah, I gotta go in timeout now because I didn't like a movie. I just, I was bored. Like, I really, I wanted to like it. I was bored out of my mind, and there, there was nothing for me here. It was boring. <laughs> okay, so anyways, you're yeah. uh, you're both wrong, and you're both very dumb. Um, I was dude. <laughs> First off, the movie sets up everything 100% perfectly. She needs the fucking apartment. She goes, and the lady's like willing to make her a deal because it's supposed to be set in the 70s, whatever. E.T.'s she, mom. Oh, yeah, he Cujo, she, that woman's great. Yeah, so <laughs> she only needs the $300. So she goes, she's like, oh, you know, my dad will cover it. And she's like, I'm too good for that. I'm a strong, independent woman. I mean to get it myself. So she just happens to go and, like, cross, you know, the babysitting thing. And then her friend, Greta Gerwig, pulls down all the fucking numbers so no one can call. In a crazy no scene can... you don't even see. Go ahead. What, what are you, oh, 
<laughs> she don't see her do it. <laughs> yeah, but she hands her the thing. Yeah, it's just a pile of papers. Okay. <laughs> it's set up that her roommate sucks. It's And it's set up that the house is in the middle of fucking nowhere. During an that eclipse. That she can't run away from. Ooh, the devil. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> did I, did no, I interrupt? No, go ahead. You? Okay. Uh, the family's creepy. There's some great dialogue between her and the old man, and he's like setting up this situation, 400 bucks. That's perfect. She can buy groceries. She can pay her rent. And then it's just dread for fucking 40 minutes. And then the ending happens, and it's batshit crazy. And it's fucking awesome. And it's like it's like The Exorcist. So are you saying that you didn't see that ending coming? No, I... The movie's called House of the Devil. I did right. see it coming. But I but the build up is what gets you there. The leading up to it is what gets you there. But if you know what's gonna happen, is that build up enough to yes, save that? Because it was a great like dreadful like all you felt the entire time was dread. I was freaked out, I told you. I it it, it I was it bothers zero me. freaked out. None. Maybe I'm like and this is goes back again. <laughs> Maybe Jordan and I We're are fucked super are fucked up. <laughs> We're fucked up. Because I found the only time was when, and I find it when the music hits. I think the music. Also, the music in this is movie more, was is really more good. tense to me. Like, when, like if I'm just watching her on screen and there's no music, you almost wouldn't know when any build-up scene is because she's just going from room to room in this house. So it's anticipation, yes, but it. That was the only thing that I remotely thought at any moment was like, oh, the music's building. When the music's building, what's going to happen? Nothing. Yeah, and I think that's what my, what happened funny. to me is that it built up and it did all these moments where you think something's going to happen and it doesn't. So by the time something does happen, I don't care anymore because oh, I I, you've, you've already fucked with me too much through this movie. <laughs> no. And I was like, I, I don't care. And I think the funny thing is, is – uh, this movie, you know, has the ending happen. Oh, no, she's got the devil in her, whatever. The most unrealistic part of this movie is when she reaches out to grab the pizza off the stu- uh, the porch, grabs it, holds it to her chest like it's a book. No, that pizza fell into that box. There's no way that pizza <laughs> survived that, and I was just upset after that. I'm just kidding. I'm fucking <laughs> I thought the that same was a, thing. That no. was annoying, but... I was, like, why? I was like, why would you put the How fucking you, pizza Why would you hold like your that? pizza that way? Yeah, I'm like, that's going to ruin the fucking pizza. But why don't you ask the... The only that's the only thing I didn't understand is like when Jess, the pizza guy, for help. I mean, I've clearly it's established that it's the son, but she didn't really need help at the moment. But I'm just saying, like, she was freaking out at that time. Well, I think of that situation, you uh, you're assuming that everything is actually normal. I, to me, you don't was... feel like you're going to be in a fucking devil house with, with <laughs> right? fucking satanic cults and to shit. Me, well, she started like, trying to put together this puzzle. Sorry, yes. where like she saw, oh, she sees the pictures and then she looks outside and she sees like their vehicle and I was like, oh wait, that it's was a vehicle just, from earlier. But then it doesn't fully pay off. To like, me, it's just the dread keeps building and building and building. She's like, she can't get in touch with her friend. There's like all this house is just fucking weird. She's finding hair. She finds the picture. Wait, she said these were in the basement. She actually goes to the basement at one point, and then she's like, nope, no, not for me. And then uh, and then keeps going. And then she finds the van, and then the sun. See, not she, being able to get a hold of your friend in the 80s. I, I was, think that was normal. Yeah, it's normal she shit probably wasn't for me. home. I'm thinking, okay, yeah, I mean, what is she going to do, man? She can't, yeah, pay, but can't page her. It was a couple hours <laughs> after they she had dropped her off. I'm just saying, it made yeah. sense in the film. So it just... Uh, to me, it, it all worked. It all clicked together. And then at the end, it was like 
really creepy. I didn't think it was scary, but I thought it was really creepy once you saw the the blood and all that shit. She's wearing the fucking. You know. I'm into folk horror. I think uh, this, again, I, so I think Jordan I just, and I are just fucked up. No, I, just, I, I think we're fucked not up. Into folk horror because this is folk horror, and it was. Awesome. We are Jordan and I are foo- foobar apparently. <laughs> I just I feel that's I, exactly what I said. This, I go yeah. this ending is Midsummer, oh. and I'm like, and I fucking hated that movie. Me too. You should revisit it. Why? I will never. It's good because <laughs> I hated. Good. I I don't really care for anything that's like cult like. Oh, I love it because it it's just they try to make it super weird, and it just for me it just never hits that payoff. Like Wicker Man with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> like the original wasn't half bad, but Wicker yeah, Man. That, yeah, the original the, Wicker Man. The was original good. Wicker Man is a masterpiece. I said it was good. You what, said it was half. It wasn't half bad. Oh my god! I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Wicker, Wicker Man from the '70s. Yeah, that was great. It, yes. Yes. Fuck. I'm sorry. I didn't, I'm not using the vernacular that <laughs> conveys. Saying my, not half bad means it's. I'm not just great. saying in comparison to like the the remake. So I mean, it's it's a better movie than the original. <coughs> ah, getting too worked up. <laughs> it's so worked up. And uh, you know, it's just like this just didn't just didn't hit for me. Like it was just a lot of nothing building up to something that I've seen in a You're thousand right. other movies. Like I said, I will actually give the credit where the credits do and say that again I hate the I hate the fucking phrase slow burn this one is I call it a build up I think people it was that definitely use, a slow burn I think people that use the phrase slow burn it just cover up for fucking the word boring no it's because not. they're like it was such a slow burn because and I'm like it was fucking boring it was fucking boring well, now it was a good build up because it didn't link to me being an hour and a half like I don't mind the buildup because I think it was actually pretty decent, but I was anticipating something completely different. Like I said, I thought we were going to get... I wanted Grandma to pop out I thought we were getting Grandma. (laughs) I thought we were getting freaking Norman Bates, you know, Grandma in the fucking attic. They almost almost give you that for a second where there's a scene where the camera view is from the outside of the house looking through the windows, and it made me feel like... Finally, we're going to get that weird someone's out there. That was the someone's it. He was out there. Now, I understand that, but that was such a brief moment of this could be good. And then it it's like they borrow a lot of things oh, from so many other movies. movies and don't coherently put it together. When she's walking up the stairs with a knife and, right. and the shadows, and she's walking up the shadows from the banisters. And I'm like, this is Halloween. This is Halloween when she's walking upstairs right. and you're playing on the shadows and the, the the light from the outside and the moons, you know. And I'm like, I, I there's a lot of like the blood at the end. I'm like, this is like Carrie, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of things in this movie that reminded me of other movies. Like, so I, I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah, and that and I think that's maybe what bothered me the most is that like, I'm like, oh, I could be watching that movie instead and and enjoying it more, or I could be watching this movie and it's like. Well, that's good because this movie was good. So. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> so what are, we, what are we giving it, guys? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and you're 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 gonna think that I probably hated it a lot more. I probably didn't hate it as much as Jordan did. Probably. I'm gonna go right down the middle because there's things about this movie that I actually liked. Like I said, I liked the way it was filmed. I liked that it gave me that throwback kind of '80s feel. I like some of the shots in it. Again, I hated the ending. My score is probably going to be a little bit more reflective of nothing of this because I'm going to give it a two and a half down the middle okay. because I think it was it was fine. I don't think it was great. 
All right. Well, I'm going <laughs> to give it. I would recommend this movie to people. I enjoyed it. I thought it was very creepy. I thought it was. I thought the build up was incredibly good. I thought the direction was. Good. I thought the music was good. The cinematography. When Greta Gerwig gets blown, her head blown on. I thought that was very campy '80s. I thought the whole thing, the cult at the end, was cool. I enjoyed right, watching. Like, what was it? A snub nose pistol that like blew her face completely yeah. off. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. I just, no, it's I fine. just. I, yeah. Sorry, God. And then he <laughs> takes the cigarette and starts smoking it. And then the, you know the ending scene. She's running through a graveyard. I thought that was so. Well done, and the hospital thing kind of setting it up for maybe a sequel type Please thing. You know what it may remind me of, kind of a little bit, <clears throat> Rosemary's Baby type of thing, or like an Exorcist where it is a slow burn. Fucking Scott, I didn't like Exorcist either. <laughs> well, AKA boring. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna. I don't think, but at the end of the day, it it does fall in the line with a lot of those movies. A lot of those movies do it better. However, it's I still think it's a very good movie. I would still be like, hey. You should check if you are into this guy. Watch this. Watch, you know. Oh, I'm going to see X. What should I watch by him? I think this would be a good entry point into his filmography. So I'm giving it a three and a half. Uh, it's not the most perfect movie ever, but I thought it was definitely creepy. Definitely worth your time. It's an hour and a half long. It didn't even feel like an hour and a half. I thought it it, it started and ended, and then once I realized, oh, this movie's an hour in, and she's just getting to the house, like it's going to be, you know. It's going to be chaos, which it kind of was. Because I had texted you guys, I'm like, if you had seen it. Good. Because I, I was going to put on there, man. I'm like, I am 50 minutes into this movie, and not a damn thing has happened yet. <laughs> right. I think it, like I think I looked it up, and at like, uh, minute like 42 or 45, Greta Gerwig gets her face shot off. Yeah. And after before that, it was just a lot of nothing. Like, well, I, I did a like. Lot the, of I did like. Up. Oh, my God. The story had to build up. 45 minutes of build up. Of story, absolutely. Well, where was it? Oh, <laughs> what did you give? You, it, you built it up with that little teaser at the front, telling everything it's about cults. That's all you needed. <laughs> I knew it immediately it was about cults. Get into it. I'm sorry that it didn't have a giant body count for you. It wasn't. I don't need Halloween. a body count. I like. I like movies stabbed that, in the neck. I like you know story. Sorry, it wasn't I just... directed by Sean Levy and starring Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Abs. Ryan Reynolds uh, might have brought some charismatic uh, moments to this movie. Right? Like his dick already. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did like the way it was shot. I, I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I even texted you guys. And I was like, it starts off very like 70s, 80s. Like it, it had that feel to it. I like that style because some of my, you know, I wouldn't say favorite horror movies, but some of the ones that I like to watch every year are usually ones that like in the late 70s or you know, uh, early 80s and things like that, where the you know the horror movie, uh, you know, the genre started coming back a little bit. So you got those prom nights and you got you know all those movies that were kind of shot the same way. And then there's those, you know, stalking the babysitter. This was a babysitter movie, and I just feel like it it fell flat for me as far as a babysitter being stalked movie, and it turned into a cult movie, and I don't know. I just didn't like it. So I never uh, once felt it was a babysitter movie. Well, that's kind of the genre, though. Like, babysitter comes in, and then now there's, you know, it's like one missed call. Like, oh, no, you're babysitting, and then there's something shit crazy starts to you know, happen. it's a more was, fun movie to watch? What? I think it was a more... The Babysitter. The Babysitter. <laughs> yeah. That is actually... That is really good. It's okay. Um, it's just fun. fun so movie. I thought it was more of a like a necessity movie. Like the only reason she was there was out of necessity. Well, she wasn't really a babysitter. You know what I mean? Like yeah, she was there because well, she was she, there to babysit. But yeah, you're right. Well, Early in the movie, the, she's like, I don't she, even like kids. She I'm was like, there to be the victim. Yeah, right. she's the, well, the she was final, the final girl. girl. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But for me, it's a one and a half. Like I'll never rewatch this movie. <laughs> oh. I won't tell anybody about this movie. I was bored. There are better <laughs> movies out there. I just didn't like it. 
and I, I gave it a, a, a one for the way it looked, and I get a point five for having Leah Dunham in it that you didn't even know she was in the movie. She was. She was the voice of the nine one one operator. Ugh. You know, I'm just I kidding. saw. I know, her. I, just kidding. I, like, I, that's not why I'm rating it. I can't stand her. But oh, yeah, I, she, I, I saw. Her she is in the movie. I saw her listed in the cast, yeah. and I thought to myself, "This was before I even watched it," and I'm like, oh, "I didn't Lita. know that." I would have never <laughs> picked Lita Dunham is in this fucking movie. Yeah, man. she she's only by voice only. You wouldn't even know it unless you looked it up. Yeah, but I, I just like, figured I'd throw that out. Now there. that you said it, I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's right. Damn right. Where she was is she in, the in movie. that movie?" Once I was pop- like, maybe she was the old hag at the end she of the movie. She was the old hag. No, I was kidding. I wouldn't doubt <laughs> that it. That would have been fitting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right? God. Why is she nude? I don't know. It's in her It's in her claws. Oh, Welcome to I'll Watch It Later podcast, the podcast where Jordan realizes that he hates movies every week. I, uh, I've been loving a lot of movies lately. What, uh, I just didn't like that movie. What is got your, a lot of horror books, What though. is your pick for next week? <laughs> That's funny because I do have a <laughs> Halloween book on pre-order that should be coming out soon. Oh, that is dumb. All right, uh, <laughs> let me look it up. Hold on. Oh, get over we, that. We we Aaron, we Aaron it this week. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, you use your phone. It's not fast. I was looking it up, and then you sidetracked me with you know talking of this movie. Uh, my pick, and this is you know I'm not saying that I'm gonna start going with like Oscar contender movies because you picked a movie that I didn't like. I pick I'm picking a movie that honestly looks horrible, looks fantastically horrible. It's the 1980 classic, just released on 4K. We both own it. We're all going to watch it. Alligator. It lives 50 feet beneath the streets. It's 36 feet long. It weighs over 2,000 pounds. And it's about to break out. You're looking at the one who saw it. And it was big. You said it was dark. Now, perhaps you're mistaken. An alligator half that size would starve in a week. No! Coming up with some garbage about alligators in the sewers. Alligators in the sewers? Once it escaped, there was no way to stop it. No! No! The safety of the public is my job! It could be anywhere. There he is. Ready to attack at any moment. Now I've seen what this animal can do. You'd better take all the help you can get. Unbelieved it. Now, no one will forget it. Alligator. 
can't wait to give it a one. I don't care. <laughs> you know what? I don't care if you give it a one. It's not. I didn't make this movie. Like, I don't have anything mentally <laughs> invested in boring. it. I'm just excited to watch it. I bought it. We haven't gotten around to it's, it. So. It's going to be 50 minutes of this alligator just <sighs> swimming around in the water. So this is... <laughs> it's a slow burn. <laughs> slow burn. It's a slow alligator. burn. Robert Forrester. <laughs> well, the alligator needed money, so that's why it took the job. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why is there a cult at the end controlling so, the alligator? Alligator's like, this pizza's terrible. <laughs> so, uh, so basically, it's a pet baby alligator flushed down the toilet, survives in the city sewers, and then 12 years later, it grows to an enormous size thanks to a diet of discarded laboratory dogs injected with growth hormones. This it's, is kind it's of a like monster a folk, movie. This is a folklore well, tale. it's an animal attack. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those, you know, crazy horror, you know, like there's ones called like hiss and venom and like killer bee and alligator. Well, all these this is, in the seventies. This 70s is a folklore tale of like the whole. I mean, it was there alligator. Was a, in the I sewer. think there was a story. Yeah, it was like somebody oh, yeah. in New York City that had a pet alligator and flushed it down the toilet because they couldn't have it in their apartment. Right, and then it grew to this giant thing in the sewer that everybody kept like seeing. So I mean, I don't know. I, I've heard this movie. I've heard of it. I've heard the story. I've, I've never seen it. So it's I'm, got I'm a kind of huge it. cult following. Like I said, they just re, uh, released it in 4K. So Aaron and I both bought it. Um, I even wanted to watch it. I kind of saved it so we can maybe choose it to watch here. So it's going to force me to finally sit down and actually get a, a viewing of it. They made a sequel. It's called uh, Alligator 2 The Mutation. <laughs> but it has so, nothing to do though with it. Yeah, it has one. nothing to do with it, wow. which is fantastic. So. It was also inspired by Jaws. And this is one of Tarantino's favorite animal tax films. Oh, he's gonna, One of he's the reasons that Robert Fo- Forrester was in Jackie Brown. Really? I love Robert Forster. So it's al- it's already four. And a- it's starting out at a four and a half round. No, I already knew this stuff before <laughs> I even bought the movie. It can only go up from here. <laughs> nope, it's a zero point five because Robert Forrester's in it. What? See, see, here's the thing. I'm not rating your movies lower because it's you. you I'm are. rating the movie based off my personal choice and and not either liking or well, liking of a movie. Feels Would you very say it's so an fe- opinion? It, it, yeah, it's it's an opinion, and you know, I mean, maybe that's your opinion, maybe that's my opinion, but it's an opinion nonetheless. Oh, Doing man. inside jokes for people who don't follow us on Facebook. You and, know what? I don't care because it's funny for us. Yeah, I'm having a great time. Uh, all right. So, anyways, last week we all got to check out the Batman. Put in some Batman noises. <laughs> no, put them in. <laughs> Please do. Batman. Uh, anyways, so good. So, uh, I'm, uh, I'm the human sound machine. Are you done? <laughs> God, you're terrible. Wasn't that like Gloria Estefan's band, like the, the should, Miami sound the machine? The Miami sound machine. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's you, Scott, the Miami sound machine. You should be less talky as a producer. You're just no. there to produce. You know what? You're not there to talk. You, he you, produced you a better score on your movie. You, you, you gave me this power. <laughs> I gave you no power. With with great power comes great responsibility. Take your mic away. Anyways, so we all got to see the Batman. Uh, Starring Robert Pattinson. It's clearly another Batman reboot. Um, I want to start with Scott because I can I can I can gush for an hour, but you didn't like yeah. it. So what's up? I didn't say that. Okay. Well, why didn't you? <laughs> you did? But go ahead. I, I, I just okay. said I said it was fine. It was fine. It was, it's fine as a movie. Again. And just to reiterate, when we came out of this movie, I said, boy, I said, this is a tale of two movies. It is a, a Jesus Christ, I'm fucking, this is twice in this in this episode. It's, it's a, it's a slow burn, slow burn. The, the movie is way too long in the beginning. 
and then we get to like some some good stuff. It's it just for me that was the biggest killer of the movie was the length. Oh, I agree that the length was really was really unnecessary. I also would cut off the end of this film. However, all encompassing, all incorporating, Robert Pattinson to me is the best Batman we've had on screen. He is the most comic book accurate Batman. And if you don't believe me, one percent of my books is sitting right next to me. <laughs> we Nobody understands these jokes. Inside jokes. <laughs> well, if you guys can do it, I can do it. Um, I think he's the most comic book accurate Batman we've ever had. I think that Gotham is the most accurate Gotham we've ever had. I I loved every character. I liked how real it felt. It felt so real. Whereas like a lot, you either went, you know, 89 Batman, which is great. It went very comic book. Uh, Nolan's went very like centrist real world. Like, yes, Batman exists in a real world. This was almost like the world was made for Batman. Uh, it existed because Batman existed. And I, I don't know if that explains it very well, but it's like it, it just makes sense in this film um i i i think me and jordan are pretty lockstep on this uh the catwoman stuff i loved her i thought she was a great character there was a whole middle part that just didn't really work but it, it, it's fine like i'm I, I don't think it was necessarily egregious in any way it just uh it just it just lengthened the film that just didn't need to be lengthened that i think long. there was a story element to catwoman that i think didn't need to be there um her involvement was fine. Her involvement made sense. I think the the idea of her wanting to rob the mob because Carmine Falcone was her father. Ooh, spoiler alert. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like, you could have just said, no, my mom also worked for him and was killed under mysterious circumstances, and that's why I'm exacting my revenge. You didn't have to link her to another character in that way and say, oh, that's my dad. Like, th that was an unnecessary plot point, but it didn't take away from the movie. Right. I just feel like it was kind of just felt tacked on. Like, oh, uh, we just wanted to write her to be a little bit slightly more important. But at the end of the day, it didn't make one fucking bit of difference because she still didn't care. It's not like she was going to pull the trigger on Carmine and then said, I can't. He's my dad. Like that would have made more sense. Like I can't she actually did miss. Even she's she was a dumb. Too. She's a bad shot. Apparently, she. <laughs> she the light right. went out after she pulled the trigger. Like you should have shot him. Yeah. But I mean, for me, like that that felt very tacked on for no reason. But for most part of it, I feel like the story was actually really good. You get to see Batman really getting into learning how to be Batman. Right. You know, you've got him. You know, fucking around at crime scenes where maybe he should probably not be fucking around at crime scenes right. and in and, and learning Making how mistakes. to do, yeah he makes a lot of mistakes. See, that and, was for me growing up with these other Batman's. That was the weirdest part of this movie for me because I wasn't an avid reader of Batman comics. Well, I have one percent of my uh, books yeah. right here, and we can go through it if you want to argue. So I'm used to the the Batman in the shadows, you know, and this was Batman as like he's part of the he's part of the force and he's showing up on crime scenes and like i said i, I said the only thing that was different was like he didn't you know i was waiting for him to see him standing in line at starbucks to get his latte in his bat outfit well, that was the weird part no, for me a lot of the animated series and stuff like that he's he works lockstep with commissioner gordon he's not you know the the P gotham pd is aware of his existence and they're aware of gordon's involvement right with it him. just it was more it was so, it was kind of really out there it's for where me the detective part of batman comes in and i thought it did show a good uh like a good 
a good starting point for him actually yes. being a detective. He wasn't right. just beating confessions out of people or yes. you know yelling at people with a lisp. Like I went back, <laughs> literally. Oh, that's what I watched. I forgot. I went back and watched Batman Begins and I watched The Dark Knight, and it made me realize how much I do like this new one because his version of Batman felt better to me. Right. Like I liked uh, Michael Keaton. I have a fondness for Batman '89 that will never go away and right, for me same. that's always my batman but this batman is the best batman and um bruce wayne that i've seen on screen because yeah. he plays both perfectly he's jaded he doesn't even want to be bruce wayne he's not at that point where he wants to be the philanthropist and having his dual life he just wants to fucking beat shit up well in and, this movie it's you affecting don't get bruce his wayne. life yes you don't get a lot of bruce wayne in this movie well, and that's my where, chemical romance bruce wayne. yeah that's where uh, the you get the which perfect is fine. amount of the bruce previous wayne. batmans is very bruce wayne centered it's about right. bruce wayne and then it's batman is almost the secondary character this one is very batman first bruce wayne is just kind of it's there and it's known <clears throat> you know right. it's 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 very very little so that was one thing that we you do get a lot of batman but i'm gonna tell you right now i, I wanted more riddler I thought that story, I thought that their adaptation of the Riddler is probably the best bad guy since Heath Ledger that I've seen. I think uh, you're completely right. Um, Paul Dano, such an underrated actor. He is so good. Director, actor, everything. He doesn't, he reminds me a lot of Daniel Day-Lewis. He chooses his parts like, uh kind of like Daniel Day-Lewis does. He doesn't just take whatever movie's thrown at him, so you don't see him in a lot of stuff. You don't. Like, I can name it three movies off the top of my head, including this one that <laughs> he's been in in the last <laughs> ten years. Yeah, and um, the the <clears> other, <throat> if you're looking for a good part, uh, he's he's in it. He's a very secondary character, but Looper. Oh, fucking great I movie. forgot he was in Looper. Yeah, and uh, he's good in it, too. Um, but I completely agree. He played this, like, maniac Riddler, who I've seen both parts, like, both sides, like a like a Jim Carrey version and a Dano version in the comics. And the Dano version is just scary. It's dark. Very homage to Seven, which was fucking awesome. Uh, like, I felt like this was if David Fincher gave me a but Batman But I, I like the story behind it where he, he it's, it's modern because he goes to the internet and yes. he's got this following <laughs> of people on the internet that soup him up into this, like, you... You're the you're the you're best the man. You're, you're the guy. guy, and they all all the fall dark web. In, yeah, they fall in line with him. Well, and it shows him. You know, they're we're talking about bombs. They're like, hey, don't forget the the Saran wrap. Don't forget this. And it's just it's it's a modern day adaptation because, like I said, Jim Carrey's version is silly is old. It's it's the comic. It's the the original Batman. It's it's, it's Frank Gorshin from the sixties. Yeah, like, it's, it's like he should have been wearing like the the full green. You know, like question mark suits. Like right. that's how it was. This played. this is super dark. He did. And I, I really like the character. So yeah, was, I, I I think what's great about his character is that he he's driven by good intentions and fucking goes about it in the craziest way, and the yeah. wrong way. Because his whole his whole thing is taking down the corruption that has infested Gotham, but in doing so, he's murdering people. He's torturing people. He's basically holding people hostage. Putting them in saw traps. Yeah, he's putting them in <laughs> saw like type contraptions with rats and stuff like that. Like but and then every he, and person he fight he's clubs go- the end. Yeah, and what he does is <laughs> everybody he he goes after is not a good person. So there is no, almost no redeeming quality about his victims. So you're not like sitting there going Oh, that sucks. He killed a, such a nice guy. No, he killed a corrupt mayor. He killed the corrupt police guy. He, you know, he goes after everybody that's 
been dipping into this fun that the Wayne set up and it's showing that even though he was a murderer and a crazy person, he had good intentions. And I think that's what makes a good bad guy. And that's why I liked his character in this. He wasn't just like, oh, world domination, or I just want to fucking kick, you know, Axis chemicals for no reason whatsoever. Right. <laughs> like he had reasons to do it. He just, it's one of those, he was the hero of his own story. You know, he knew what he was doing was right. He was just going about it in a really fucked up way. World domination never made sense to me. Like, it's what dumb. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, what are you going to do? You're like, great. Cool. Everyone's your slave. I now did it. What? Sit in a big <laughs> chair yeah, at I'm the bored. top of the hill. Yeah. Um, no, and then a lot of people, yes, the Joker's introduced in this, but I Ugh. think he's set up as, no, don't you do No, I, 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 it's our, I, it's no, no, no. I thought the same thing. Bar- I like, Bar- I like Barry Keegan. Keegan. I, I, I think his character, like if he, could, if he does it, it would be great. I personally felt like that was just kind of shoehorned in. I read that there was more scenes there involved is, with yeah. him. And, I'm sure we'll get him on the Blu-ray. Yes. And I think that might flesh that out a little bit. I just feel like. They just wanted to throw it in to throw it in. And I just kind of feel like, eh. Here's my question. I think he's going to be... I hope so. Like, in the background. Like, pulling strings. I think we're going to get, like... I want a court of owls. More penguin (laughs) stuff. I think we're going to get, you know, maybe some new villains. Maybe, like, a Clayface. Something. Just this world... Does Clayface work in this this. world, though? I think so. Yeah. Like, like, he worked in the animated series, and the animated series is super dark. Yeah, but the animated series is animated, which means you got Man Bat, you got Killer Croc, you've got all these characters that are legit, crazy, off the page type characters. To me, it works in this world, but we'll see. But Clayface is literally a man made of clay that can shape shift his face. I don't feel if they're (laughs) going to try to keep this grounded that you can do that kind of an adaptation. They might have to change it to where it's like one of those Mission Impossible type. He's got just fake faces. That That would be cool. And that's fine, but. Clayface as that character, maybe, or you could do like you haven't even met Harvey Dent yet. Oh, I like, know. Well, yeah. are you sure? Because everybody in every time I've seen that goes, "Hey, is that Two Face? Was that Two Face?" That was God. first comment. I just I wanted to punch everybody that said it, and I'm like, "It's why? Why would it be Two Face?" But here's so we don't know Harvey Dent. This oh, God, I, hate I, I know the the old saying is there there are no dumb questions, but well, so, so I'm not. They haven't met again. Scott. This is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watch the movies I've seen. You know, I mean, I see them as they are. I don't wanna, really get into like the one percent of you want to watch the you know the graphic novels and the stuff that people have. So why this to me? It seems like we missed an opportunity to tie in the Joker movie. No, stop it. First off, with the, this Batman, that Joker that would have been like dumb. a million years old. He meets Bruce Wayne in that movie, right? Again, I mean, it's he's. So he would have been sixty eight you know, years old. I can now. I don't. I don't, I don't mind an older Joker versus a youngish Batman. Like I always felt like Mark Hamill's Batman in the animated series was an older version, like an older character compared to um, Bruce Wayne's character. But I, you know, because I think you, that, because if you've watched Mask of the Phantasm, and I'm going to go real fucking nerdy, he was around during all that with all the mob, and and that's why he was targeted by the phantasm in that cartoon so it's like i always feel like maybe he was already established you know as a young adult teenager like i feel like bruce wayne was a kid and you're getting the joker would be the age of what bruce wayne is now like it maybe his early 20s so as they've aged up he's maybe 10 15 years older than bruce wayne so he's already got a little bit more street knowledge and stuff like that and that's why it always made him such a good bad guy for Bruce Wayne is that you know he had a little bit more knowledge and more I, and I think that Joker movie only works as a oh. standalone film it just it doesn't work out it just seems like the, it just universe. seems like the worlds would mesh very well together not really because <clears throat> the Joker, it's dark and gritty but the, the Joker in in the Joker 
he's more he's way grounded he's not pulling off fucking crazy ass super heists or anything. it just it, it, to me it doesn't work it worked in that one scenario i don't ever need to see him again like that we no, don't no, need I to expand to cool. on that universe yeah that's just my opinion i feel like i think dc does better when they don't try to establish some kind of big world Did marvel's s- done it well but dc keeps just messing up over and over and over there's only so many times you can reboot it. When they do a standalone movie like The Batman and most likely it's spinoff, if you're not tied into like, oh, Superman exists or look, here's Aquaman fucking fish. You know, you don't if you're not tying it into all these other properties and you just do Batman and it's, you know, his rogues gallery. The sky's the limit with this property. Did you see that they're not killing off Ben Affleck and that he's going to be in more properties after The Flash? What the fuck are they doing? They pushed the Flash and Aquaman to next year after this giant campaign of this is our year of superheroes. I know. Guess what? Nope. Nope. We get one <laughs> more. We're gonna move Shazam to December, and everything else is going to next year. I'm like, they don't know. Which what is hilarious doing. because they don't know it. Shazam one was a Christmas movie set in the summer, and this one is a summer movie set in Christmas. And then they moved uh, Black Adam from July to like November. I just, I just don't. I don't, I don't know what, what Warner Brothers doing. is doing. I don't get it. You have this new Batman that's clearly blowing everything out of the box office when, when he, with the pandemic box office, and it's like, oh, uh, we're gonna keep Ben Affleck now. Like, why? Why? So you can confuse everyone? Like, uh, just whatever, man. Right. No. So, I mean, I like this movie. I, I really did. Yeah, me too. I, I gave it a four. I, I would be with you. Yeah, I gave it a four. Actually, uh, I bought the uh, the soundtrack on vinyl from Mondo on Nerd. Wednesday. Yeah, I Who got real nerdy on it, man. I had to just download that one song from Nirvana. Yeah, that's right. Something in the way. Man. It's great. I just, I feel <laughs> like the music. the bitch. <laughs> anyway. I, I do like the atmosphere. I mean, it was a little dark in some cases, but you know what? I'm fine with it. Um, I Scott complained about, I mean, not complained, but his, his issue was that Batman was too involved with Gotham PD. But if you think about it, Batman 89, he was very much, you know, oh, the Gotham wants to get him and stuff like that. And at the end of the movie, he gives him the signal. So then he's, just, you know, they, you know, now in Batman Returns, He's kind of working lockstep with Gotham PD. So like I, I, this, this I, I is get kind that. of that I get moment. that part. It just it just almost seemed like it was just too it was too comfortable. Nah, See, and it, it was way too like no, nobody like, wanted him Like there. he had a desk at the office no, that he just shows up as, him there. Like <laughs> he shows up as Batman, the Batman and he sits on and he's on the computer no, in his bad outfit. It didn't feel like that. That's exactly kind of how it felt no, for me. because none of the PD wanted him there. I know, well, yeah. but, but it was like I felt like so, like no, he no. would have had a desk at no. the office. I that, loved, that's what it that's what it seemed like. I loved Gordon <laughs> and Batman's interactions though. Like I think this is probably one of the better Jim Gordons we've seen on screen too as well. I like Gary Oldman though. I do. I'm not I do. I do. But I liked Gary Oldman in the second one. I think the I think the third one he was just kind of there. Uh, well, the first one was good. Back? Well, no, he got shot. He got he got he shot got in shot. the second movie. No, in the third movie. Oh no, it was the second movie. It right? was the second okay, one. My bad. Um, I think this is this. If anyone wants a little bit more backstory on kind of him and Batman's relationship leading into the Batman, uh, watch Batman Year One, the cartoon. Like that is such a good companion piece to this or movie. Or read one of the one percent of the books. <laughs> you have to come or over to your house. And there watch. is a. I touched on this a little bit la- the last movie episode. There is a prequel novel, and yes. it actually explains how they meet. So right, no one's um, gonna read that. I did watch Batman. You I did read it, but through, it, through Audible. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to that, but no, I I agree. I give it a four. I like it. I really. I'm gonna actually want to go see it again and. 
uh, I don't think devoting six hours in one day was a waste of time for me. Like I, people, no, are like, I did the same. You thing. watch it twice in one day, and it's three hours. Oh my god! I'm like, I, I saw it every three second of it. times in two days, and everybody thinks I'm ridiculous. I loved every second. <laughs> Only thing was, I had a couple bad theater experiences, but oh, that last, just, uh, just well, it. both of them, the IMAX, yeah, one yeah and the, the IMAX. So. Um, there was one thing at the end that did bother me really bad after watching it the second time. Well, I told you the end is really lame. Well, that's not even just that. I mean, I get it. They still needed to kind of get him to that point where is he it realized the motorcycle he scene that takes forever fuck. for no reason. No, it's the, well, it's uh, the lead up to the motorcycle scene. So she's standing there at her oh, mother's grave. She's just standing there, and then he shows up behind her. He's like, hey, uh, uh, and she goes, "Ah, oh, scared. You scared me. Did you ever say hi?" And then they talk. She goes about her business. And then he gets on his motorcycle, no less than two feet from him. And I'm going, how did he roll up on her on a motorcycle and startle her? What happened? <laughs> like, there are moments like that that happen in this movie that you still have to go, ugh. Like, when she's pulling him up, he's dangling from the, the rafters. And her 90-pound ass is pulling probably... Well, no, she was struggling. 180. Yeah, but see, he's a hundred. I would say 180 pounds wet with probably 200 pounds of gear <laughs> and she's pulling him up like no no he definitely he did he, not help her yes, at all he she was did. just I dead did. lifting him up no, onto the rafters no. and i kind of really really want him to be the origin of the bane serum in this movie this oh, series I, i've read that like, thing, but i still think it's a drill i i think so too but it's like you know the nerdy part of me goes oh is that bane is it bane serum <laughs> oh my god he developed bane we'll get bane in the next one but just get keep getting the same damn fucking <laughs> Uh, bad guys over and over again. We'll get the bar. It's like, <laughs> oh, shut up. Bane, Poison Ivy, they'll team up. Fucking Mr. Freeze. Oh, Mr. Freeze. I've heard, heard Reeves wants to put him in the in the, in this. Only so. if it's Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Now's the winter, you two are discontent. <laughs> Chill out, bad Chill man. out. Uh, Why right. don't you freeze? <laughs> it's like, fuck. So, freeze. Follow it along at home. <laughs> Go see the Batman. Please. Uh, it's a really good movie. If, it if is you, long, but you know what? Honestly... It goes. It, it moves. Like you, it doesn't feel three hours to me. If you want to watch a good horror movie, watch House of the Dead. Don't listen to Jordan on this one. <laughs> or House of the Devil. Sorry, House of the Devil. Not yeah, don't House watch of House of the, of the Dead. Watch House of the actually, Devil. I'd rate that one dead. worse. Um, and uh, you we bold. As yeah, and as Jordan said, next week our movie will be Alligator, starring Robert Forster, which I'm very excited about. So I feel like I have to pick a horror movie now, or no, some you don't. kind of a no, you don't. Just to, just no, to clean no, up the no, month. No, 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 We're no, going no. to march into horror movies. <laughs> Um, (laughs) wait what is it march it is march it is march so sometime it's our march madness this you might not have to pick a movie (laughs) because i want to do the oscar show so for the you fucking jilt (laughs) i was gonna say it was a show fuck you scott you'll still pick the movie but we might skip your week we might just you know you you could pick it and then (laughs) nobody will hear it it's fine Anyways. I've seen the numbers. No one listens to yours anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or mine. All righty then. So we will see you guys next week. I'm Aaron. I'm Jordan. And Scott. Big gulps, huh? Well, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's consistent.